0: The Strait of Gibraltar, Rashid's story. There were ten Moroccans in a little boat on the way over to Europe. The ending cut out outside the Spanish coast. The captain was fueling the tanks. Then they saw a big shadow approaching them in the dark. A Spanish coast guard's vessel. They had been discovered. Steel on wood. The boat is wrecked, splinters, fragments, cold water, backwash, heavy sea, dark night. He can't see anything, blinded by the lights from boats. He pushes with one arm to get forward, upward, towards the patrol boat. People screaming, Rashid, Rashid, help me. He can see his friend holding out his hand. Rashid! Rashid hesitates, a wave, and then his friend is gone.
1: Gibraltar, a programme by Helena Delius, about a journey to the southern border of Europe.
0: The 23rd of July, in the morning. The seat in front of her was so close, and on each side her children were playing a game of memory with pictures of animals that they had been given by their hostess. She pulled the newspaper even closer to read about how the Spanish police set up a new record by arresting 304 people in one day, people who have crossed the strait from Africa. Some of them were arrested even on the boats as they approached land, others on the beach, but not on their beach, not on the one where they had gone swimming and not anywhere in the surroundings either. Mummy... What does it say here? Hmm? Mommy. At least one boat had sunk. The body of a young woman had been washed ashore. A man who was out for a walk had found her. She didn't have any means of identification and could not be identified. That was all it said. How long is it until we're home? What? Aren't we home soon? Quite soon. Sweetheart Quite soon They are getting close Home Where the sea isn't so dangerous And the rocks aren't quite as hard Home Three months later She's gone further south this time where Africa almost meets Europe. She's brought a tape recorder and all the technical equipment she may need, and naturally a charged visa card. There is a young man sitting on the bench at the bus stop in Malaga. He's wearing a cotton hat with a little brim, and is gazing downwards, inwards. She staggers past him with her very heavy luggage, wondering if he's one of those across the sea in the cover of the darkness. The bus to al is already there and she forces her way on it, sits down by window. The man from the bench gets on the bus too and sits down on the seat in front of her. He's got a plastic bag on his knee with an engagement diary and a mobile phone. A bit too clumsy. She tells him about her daughters and he tells her about his son back home. Was fifteen Estudio. years old and dreams want, of going I to America. To send him in
1: America to his... Not here, then. To Estudio, uh, no, not you?
0: here. When they arrive, he accompanies her to a cheap pension that he knows of. He carries her cases for her. Thank you, thank you so very much. Shh, she's asleep. She's dreaming, dreaming that she's poor, in a different time, a long time ago. She wakes up, thinks of tuberculosis, thinks about opening the window, thinks about poverty having a certain smell, a smell that is difficult to describe because it lies far, far down in the sense of smell. Embedded at the back of one's tongue. A bitter kind of sweetness. Infected. Like a festering wound and no antiseptic. At the telephone exchange down in the harbour, you can make the cheapest phone calls in town. The booths have the thinnest walls, graffiti and not a single Spaniard. Only black people in Moroccans. We always distinguish ourselves, Mustafa
1: says.
0: <laughs> I see. You're making a program about immigration, he says. You're afraid that we'll come up to you now,
2: aren't you?
0: <laughs> no, pero, pero vamos <laughs> 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 on the pavement, there are three tall, pregnant black women with their breasts pointing to the sky. One of them has painted her face all white. She's got eyebrows penciled on. Blue eyelids and a bright smudge of lipstick on her lower lip. A red knitted dress and a grown tummy. The other woman, who's wearing pink tracksuit trousers, is called Jennifer. Eventually, she says that they live in a Spanish man's place. He takes care of them. They call him Papa. They need his permission to take part in any radio programmes. But would they like to take part? Why should they? What's in it for us? Jennifer asks. She doesn't get an answer, but still writes down her phone number on a piece of paper. No problems. Big waves. Incredibly big waves. And still it was so quiet in the harbor when she left. Black water, strong currents, Africa so close, only 14 kilometers away, on the other side of the Strait of Gibraltar. She's on her way to Ceuta, Ceuta, which is a small geographic colonial remain, a Spanish enclave in North Africa, a little piece of Europe just on the border of Morocco. She's on her way to Playa San Amaro, the beach where the body of that young woman was washed ashore one day in July. One in Santiago, two
2: widowers.
0: they found Yeah, they found her over there. The woman she read about in the newspaper. Over there by the pier. Once a dead baby was washed ashore and several dead men, slippers and passports. Do they travel in rowing boats like these? Up to six metres long, full of people, sometimes up to 30 passengers. Later, at the headquarters of the Guardia Civil. He didn't really have time. Really, he was on his way home, and no tape recorder. Definitely no tape recorder. But sure, please come in, sit down. Thank you, thanks. Only a few minutes. Capitán Reboyo, the captain of Guardia Civil in Sota. A woman, you say? Yeah, a woman. Un player san amaro, you say? Yeah. He repeats everything she says. On the 23rd of July? That's right. No. He can't remember a case like that. But he calls in a subordinate, a man with big feet, whom he hopes has better memory. He doesn't, but he will immediately go and see what he can find in the archives. Bigfoot leaves, and in the meanwhile he talks to her about the Straits and why it's so dangerous. It's turbulent, he says. He draws on a sheet of paper. East and west winds. Arrows that show currents. Boats adrift. She looks at the sheet of paper. It looks like the body of a woman. Pierced by little arrows. East and west. Bigfoot returns. The wrong documents. Bigfoot leaves. She really wants to find out. Afterwards, she wishes she'd never asked to take a look. Wishes that Bigfoot never had found the documents she'd so persistently asked about. The photos were in colour. Wounds on her hand. Wounds on her cheek. Dark wisps of hair. Salt water. Wet stones. No name. The length and weight, the actual autopsy, the cause of death, drowning. Pale blue skin and torn tracksuit trousers, rubber soles. You never get used to it, Capitan Reboyo says. The smell. She can hear herself saying, "That's right, the smell." Pues El perímetro fronterizo es una zona muy montañosa, lo que se ha construido es una, una valla de 3 metros 20 de altura, después hay una acera de, de detección que tiene de sensores y después hay otra valla exactamente igual. Y a continuación
2: hay una carretera...
0: Double barbed wire fences, slightly more than 3 meters high, sí. pressure sí. sensors, searchlights, sí. security cameras and constant sí, sí, patrolling by the Guardia Civil. Senor Franca presents photos of the newly built security zone that now is going to protect the European enclave. Franca is a public relations officer at the government's delegation in Ceuta. Esto ya es territorio de la Unión Europea. De aquí hacia adentro, aquí está la cera de detección, la otra valla que la están empezando a instalar en esta zona, y después la carretera por la que patrulla la Now it's impossible to cross the border to Morocco, Franca says. Last year there were a hundred people a day coming this way. Now, nobody does. Is it possible to meet one of those who guard the border? Difficult, Frank says. Mandar un fax a un then you would have, de have to decir, apply for permission at the Guardia y Civil y in Madrid. It would take two or three days, he says. That's if they grant any permission. Back across the straits again, back to the Spanish side. She sends a fax to apply for permission to see the Guardia Civil at work. Then she gives Jennifer a call, a pregnant black woman. The man they are staying with, Papa, has not returned from his trip. She's got to speak to him first. Two young boys are standing by the counter... They look so frightened just standing. What are they waiting for? Do they need help? They nod. Do they live here? No. They've just arrived from Ghana and they haven't got anywhere to go. She takes them to shelter she knows of Nasro and Ransford. They're 14 and 15 years old, so invisible. Nobody sees them as they walk down the street. The shelter was full, but finally they end up in a free church cafe that she knows of. Mm -hmm. Warm milk and biscuits. ...that they break into tiny bits. It's so long ago since they last had anything to eat. Nasru looks down on his hands. He thinks his skin has been destroyed. Destroyed. It's like a rash. Like pale brown maps spreading along his arms, his neck... ...and around one of his ears. Dirt. They were stowaways... On a boat from abidjan
1: we take a ship from abidjan to valencia okay we take the ship from abidjan from abidjan reach here sunday
0: sunday drop down we go around you know see help to help us during the last three days they wandered so- about They've been looking for a black person who could help them. So what have you been doing since Sunday? Okay, nothing.
1: Yes, we look for help with the walk around. Mm. So since Sunday we never see any black only today where you see
0: somebody where for help us. The ship was bound for Valencia and that was where they were going. But when they saw that they were unloading cargo containers marked Espanya, They crept off the boat. They got off far too soon. They looked where Valencia is on the map. Valencia? So, what, how did you go on the boat? What, how did
1: you manage to hide? I will not tell you. You're
0: not going to tell me? Because this thing
1: will be secret. Secrets. Yeah.
0: She likes to hear them laugh In the morning, the room is cold There is only one wall socket She has to choose between the radiator and the TV Yesterday she chose the TV She calls the Guardia Civil in Madrid They say they haven't received her fax She sends another. And then she gives Jennifer a call. Her papa still hasn't returned. Turn off the heat. Turn on the news. Which seems to almost only report on Las Vacas Locas, BSE. The mad cow disease, but growers of fruit and vegetables also have problems. It has become more dangerous to employ people who haven't got work permits. The police making raids. Another grower's crops may be ruined. La crisis de las vacas locas se lo hemos contado otras veces. Está afectando al mundo del toro.
1: Ay Dios mío. Correcta.
0: 600,000 pesetas. If you can say which of the following films that Humphrey Bogart didn't take part in.
1: 600,000. En cual de, de las siguientes películas no intervino, atención, eh, no intervino como actor Humphrey Bogart. El eterno.
0: The big sleep.
1: Casablanca.
0: Casablanca. En Death in Venice. Y la de the barefoot Contessa. All this waiting. No answers anyway Please hold on. Please try later. Wounds on her hand, wounds on her cheek, dark wisps of hair.
2: Creo, creo que la hace muerte en Venecia.
1: No salía.
0: The correct answer: death in Venice. Then, finally, she meets somebody who can tell her something. He's more than willing to talk to her. His name is John. John Nekwa Ampan, and he's from Liberia.
1: John, E K O W for Eko and A-M-P-A-N for Ampan.
0: Once she too lived in Liberia, but he can't hear her say so, can't see her. He's so full of his own story that he can't take anything else in.
1: Now, this journey was very, very sad and very rough because, uh, you know, because we went in illegally.
0: He talks about the war, about how we had to escape, how they lost each other, his wife, his children.
1: We got separated, and since then I haven't seen... I haven't seen them face-to-face again. How he started to walk to the north. I was able to be in contact with them, and I've been writing them. and
0: Moved in circles slowly moving upwards, then, uh, two steps forward, one step back.
1: We don't go on the main road. We had to go through the desert, the desert. I don't know how they know they arose, but uh, you don't see anything except sun.
0: He talks about how he trekked and rode in roundabout ways so that he wouldn't get caught. Without a visa, through the desert, in old land cruises, three cars... Twenty to thirty people in each car. The drivers set the price. Any price, since the journey was illegal. About seventy people altogether. Just sand and some cold nights. One day, one of the cars broke down and the drivers left to find a mechanic, leaving John and the other passengers there in the desert. Day one, they didn't return. Day two, not that day either. And some of the passengers didn't have any water, food. Day three, day four. Day five, they were caught by French soldiers. By then, 28 people were alive.
1: Most of us survived 28. 20. 20, 28 of survived out of 70-something people. All the rest are uh, just like that. And we couldn't do anything to help them. And we were deported back to the Niger border. All the, way back. all the way back for what we've suffered for. Mm, there were some treatments that some of them were listens, good, but some of them were. She listens, listens
0: and watches his thin hands back, slowly move. I like to. He's so slim, I, I hate to so stiff. It, it looks too. like his skin is stretched so tightly on his body that he barely can move. He shuffles his feet, tiny, tiny steps. An old man, thirty years and three days old. It's still as though he doesn't notice that she's there. He tells her about how they crossed the border between Mauritania and Spanish Sahara, how they crossed the minefields without a map, without reservation, forwards, upwards, and in the magnet, an obsession, a voice that doesn't belong to oneself. A voice that says continue in spite of the famine, in spite of the rainfalls, the heat, and the police beating your back. People will always continue to find a way, he says. Find a way to live a more dignified life. If you forbid them to do so, it would be like forbidding them the right to be a human being. It's late. She's hungry and goes to have a bite to eat. In the night. In the shadows, men are standing. Psst. So Ah there.
2: Alemania.
0: She just continues walking, looks down, walks by, looks away. She stops at the first restaurant she comes by. Apparently it's an Arabic place. You like Moroccan food? What? Welcome. Keep me company. They sit down. Tea? Sweet, hot, mint tea. Friendly eyes. His name is Ali, and he's an international driver. It drives a lorry, 30 tons. Drives shrimps from the North Sea, from Holland to Morocco. It transports the shrimps to factories where the shrimps are peeled, nimble fingers, and back again, packaged. Plastic fantastic. Mm, yeah. She smiles and listens. He came on one of those little boats himself on a rickety fishing boat called the Patera long time ago, when he was young. Oh, yeah, a long time before he became an international driver. Now he's reached his goal. Now he's independent. But he sees boys clinging under the lorry. It's difficult to get rid of them, he says. They're good at hiding. Some of them cling above the wheels. He chases away most of them himself. Sometimes they threw rocks at him. He just got a new pair of glasses. Last Saturday, a young man died, he says. He was run over. Not by him, but still. He was clinging underneath and lost his grip. Half his body got caught under the wheels. Bloody hell. Yeah. By the way, do you like the food? Yeah, she likes shish kebab. She likes to eat with her hands. This time, he smells of aftershave. A little too much aftershave. But other than that, everything is as usual. They sit at the same table eat about the same kind of food and he still doesn't want to take part in her radio program. He says he wants to keep the film to himself. She can see my lorry if you'd like. Yeah, she'd like that. His lorry is full of tapes that he listens to. Lessons, lectures and everything on the glory of God.
2: This is about the human being. Yeah. He
0: shows her everything at the same time, the beds, the tapes, all the forms that he has to fill in. She can't quite hear what he's saying, only hears how eagerly he's chatting how he puts all the papers back into the plastic binder, how he gets up, pulls the curtains, opens the curtains, shows her some of the tapes, the spare bed, the telephone, with a microphone hanging in the ceiling. Slowly, he's approaching. She asks what time it is, says that she wants to go back to her hotel now. The next day, she reads in the paper about yet another boat that has sunk a wooden boat that was wrecked when it collided with a Coast Guard's vessel from Guardia Civil in the dark in the middle of the night a man was found dead in the water one of the five survivors is in a hospital in Algeciras are there many journalists who want to see him? no only you We'll see what we can do, Helen. Give us a call tomorrow. Later, at Plaza Alta, she meets Williams from Congo. He tells her that he's managed to get through the security zone between Morocco and the Spanish enclave Ceuta. He says that the Moroccan police cut through the barbed wire and the Spanish police are asleep. He had to pay $1,000 to sneak through the hole in the fence, he says. Ali, the lorry driver, he doesn't show up as promised. She gives him a call. They decide to meet. He doesn't appear. She calls him again and again. And eventually he appears. Too late. Sweat and hard work, and he won't look her in the eye anymore. Hello there. His voice soars into her, soars in metal, as it tells her that the Dutch drivers that drive the same lorries earn four times as much. She can hear what he's saying. She can hear how hard he works, how he gets the worst route over the Strait into Morocco, back and forth. International driver... Calling Jennifer. She's at a hospital. She's having premature contractions. Calling her again later. She's just got back home. Papa is back too. Yeah, she can
1: come.
0: <laughs> this is good. I have, I have
1: clothes. I have eaten. You know, I can walk now. <laughs> <Come on.
2: laughs> Papa.
0: Papa. Jennifer's Papa is a monk. Mm-hmm. Franciscan
1: Grandica,
2: monk. Yes.
0: He's called Brother Isidoro. And he's opened a shelter for women who come from overseas. Pregnant women. And women who've just become mothers. Did you come alone? Yes. I come Jennifer says that she isn't quite like the other women. She didn't cross the strait like they did. No. You just came with the plane or you come yes. with the plane to I, Africa and then boat or no? No, I come with the plane. Jennifer came on a plane, she says. Directly from Lagos. Yes. But she's not sure which airport she landed at. Finito <laughs> Finish. Mm, I see. She doesn't believe her, but doesn't say so. So what did you think when you when you were coming here? What did you think it would be like? I think it would be good. Do you talk with the other girls who live the, here? Eh? Do you, do you talk to the other women who live here? Talk. You talk about having the baby and if you have pain. And... No, I cannot talk to them. You know we are black and
1: are not like white. No. White people they are friendly. They are free. If you want to do anything, you are free you know we are black
0: yes room 208 it's got to be him he was lying closest to the door hello hello Rashid he half sits half lies down in bed he's got several stitches on his swollen lower lip a punctured lung three broken ribs infusion catheter and tranquilizers He's so incredibly still. He doesn't move when he
2: speaks. Four
0: nights ago, they were on the straits with the ending cut out. Eight men from the same village. One man from the next village and the captain. Was fueling the tanks. We Suddenly, Roshid saw a big boat approaching them in the dark. It was heading straight at them. Coast guard's vessel. He just managed to throw one leg over the gunnel when they were hit. When he wakes up again, he's in the water. The boat is wrecked. He gets hold of a piece of wood and keeps himself afloat.
2: A de de
0: and how is he now?
2: So, je sens bien, je sens bien
0: Much better.
2: Mais, je me de mes amis qui sont morts.
0: But he can't forget his friends who died.
2: Et je The
0: families have paid such a high
2: price. Qui sont payé le prix en qui sont
0: Five dead. One of them had five children. One had three children, a girl and two boys. The rest unmarried, like Rashid, 20, 21 and 28 years old. The paper reports in the Guardia Civil's version of the story. According to them, Rashid's boat tried to escape and then ran into the patrol boat. She calls the Guardia Civil to hear their version. She wants to find out how it could happen. Don't they switch on their headlights when they know that there's a little boat in the dark ahead of them? Could she speak to somebody who was on duty on the patrol boat that night? Someone who knows? Probably not, they say when she calls the press secretary in Madrid. It isn't their job to answer the questions of journalists. She can send a fax. Then she might be able to talk to the press secretary in al
2: Ali's
0: waiting for the customs to seal the goods so that he can go to Malaga to swap trailers with one of the Dutch drivers yet again. She's come to say goodbye. She's brought her tape recorder because he did say that he'd tell his story, didn't he? No problems. Suddenly, she doesn't know what to ask him. Tell me about your films. Tell me how things would be if you could decide.
2: <laughs> if we make a program like this, what do I want to talk about? The, the very important thing that I can say... You if know, he could make
0: a radio program, he would tell the story of the women... Difficult who peeled shrimps from the North Sea for 50 euros a month. About his father, who wore himself out asphalting and didn't even get a pension. About the riots in Tetuan, when people were shot down like animals. About his friend, who can't get a new passport because he was imprisoned 35 years ago. About Europeans, who look at his people as though they were wakkas Lokas, mad cows, at a zoo, at a distance. Not too close because of the smell. If it were to be his program, not hers.
2: My sister has a boy of 14 years. He wanted to cross the sea. He's in school, his father losing a lot of money for them that he study, but he don't care about his student about nothing. He wanted to cross the sea, 14 years old. He's
0: trying to persuade his 14-year-old nephew not to go on that patera across the straits. And
2: he told it like this, one day I will do it.
0: He can't get the boy a visa and he can't show him what it's like on the other side of the straits.
2: But why they don't give a visa for this 14 years guy to come with me and I can take him and I can show him and he can know and he can change when he's 14 years old his mentality about it.
0: That's all there is to it, he says. That's all. <coughs> as soon as passport will need renewing and then they would probably replace him with another driver. They can't wait for three months the time it would take him to renew his passport. So who knows? Perhaps he'll be back on a patera again, (laughs) just like in his youth. (laughs) (laughs) Through his sister in France, Rashid found out that his fiance was convinced that he was dead when his neighbor's body came back in a coffin and they hadn't heard from Rashid. He still hasn't called his family Neither his fiancée nor, nor his parents The journey cost 4,500 euros He promised his family and friends To pay the money back When Rashid can leave the hospital He'll be sent back to Morocco Does he know that? Does his family now.
2: Good Good yes? Yes.
0: Would he like to say something more before she leaves? Yes, Just one more thing.
2: You, Madame
0: he would like to thank Madame Conchi, who every day comes to visit the patient yes. in the bed next to his.
2: Yes, I, I, I well, really.
0: He would like to thank wow. her for the phone card she gave him, the food the biscuits and the chocolate. Thank her for treating him so well. Could she say that in Spanish? No need to thank me, says Madame Conchi. There are many of us, and you are all alone. He says that he'll never forget her. Madame Conchi's eyes, filled with tears, Rashid's eyes fill with tears. My eyes fill with tears.
1: You have been listening to the documentary Gibraltar by Helena Delius, featuring John Echo Ampan, Jennifer Edo, Ali Benous, Rashid Ragup, Nasser and Ransford. Translation from Swedish by Kate England. Production and original sound mix Gustav Forsberg, Programverket. Adaption into English, Matti Siamak. Jingle Beat.